episode 45 and today we are going to talk about resetting your mid-year goals in order to achieve your yearly objectives but before we dive into that i'd like to invite you to please subscribe to the show if you're watching us on youtube and if you're listening to us on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, or wherever it is that you listen subscribe follow like leave reviews so that we can grow and so that you also don't miss any new uploads as soon as they come up so we're going to talk about goal setting. You'd wonder, why are we talking about goal setting now? It's June. Who cares? I care because I found that when we go through the year, we start the beginning with a lot of motivation, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of plans, hopes, and dreams. And then we get to the middle of the year and we lose sight of what we set out to do. And I'm a believer that we don't need to really throw what we didn't do into the trash, we can always pick up from where we left off and do better and move on and at least push and get something that we set out to achieve. So today we're going to talk about strategies and tips to get ourselves back on track with setting achievable goals and actually going after them and actually achieving our goals. So we're going to start with reflecting on the goals that we set. I'm not going to do a lot of the childhood ideal today because it's not about our childhood today, okay? Today it's about us being adults right now and recognizing that, you know what? I am having a real hard time. It is very important that we get to a point where we reassess our goals, we reassess our objectives, and we determine whether or not we set something for ourselves that we are not able or capable of achieving, or whether we set something for ourselves that we didn't put in enough efforts towards. So I will give myself as an example right now that I was very confident in my consistency game for this year. I'm pretty sure that I've even mentioned this in some past podcast, that this is the year that we're going to be consistent and we're going to crush it. But things happen. I get myself in a funk. And before you know it, time goes by and I'm not keeping track and I'm not even keeping consistent with what I set out to do. But worst of all, I lost sight of what I set out to do. And one of the reasons why is because I was so caught up in trying to solve this moment that I was stuck in that I didn't remember that I had something to work towards. And once I got out of this funk, I needed to reassess. What did I set out to do? And what I set out to do, is this achievable? Is it doable? If it is, why is it not happening? And if it's not, maybe I need to rethink what I thought I would set out to do and try to come up with something more achievable and more doable. Okay, so take this time to reassess the goals that you set for yourself. Most of us are disciplined enough, not me. <laughs> I don't know why I put it as there. Most of you are disciplined enough to actually write down what you set out to do in the beginning of the year. A lot of people do the vision board thing. So go back to that. Go back to your notes and say, ah, what did I set out to do this year? And read through. And you'll remind yourself of what you actually set out to do. And in that moment, you're going to reassess whether what you're setting out to do is still viable or not. And the next step we're going to focus on is identifying roadblocks and challenges. I did a... a, a yeah, either way. I did a thing. I'm putting my screen here. So I'm trying to like in Bimo Pro. You can see, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> I put my screen next to me instead of in front of me and the camera next to me. So my setup is a little bit different. So let's see how the reading goes. I'll try not to pay too much attention to it. But let us focus on identifying roadblocks and challenges. What are some common obstacles that hinder goal achievement? So sometimes it can be just maybe a health situation. It can be financial setbacks, you know. So identify these roadblocks that have come across for you. For me, I think it was just overwhelm. I took up on a lot of things this year. I started this year heavily motivated. I've realized, I guess, that motivation can also sometimes be a roadblock, I think, because I was very gassed up. And because I was so motivated and so energized in the beginning of the year, I committed to a lot of things. And over time, as soon as I started to realize what I'd committed to and everything that I said yes to and everything that I took on, that I'd already reached out people and I'd already put some projects into place, I realized that I don't have the capacity to keep up with everything. And I started to feel overwhelmed by everything that I took on and my motivation quickly faded away. So recognize and identify what roadblocks and challenges that you might be facing in that moment and how can you overcome them. So for me, one thing that I did, which is very uncommon, how I overcame this was to look at everything that I'd taken on and start to actually call the people and say, hey, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can take this project on. I don't think this project is viable. And really start to remove everything and clear my path for clarity, for like in just a fresh brain. Because when there's so much to think about, it's very difficult for you to actually focus on that one goal that you set out to be. That was one very, very big, big thing for me where it was like, recognizing and identifying exactly what obstacles and roadblocks I was personally facing. So do that for you. It might be something that you really have more control over than what you think. Most of the time, that's the case. You know, there are situations where you really don't have control over the situation where, for example, if you are having some health complications, if you're having some financial challenges, or if you had to move and stuff like that, that really require you to first settle and deal with that situation before you tackle your goal. That is one thing, but at least you need to be able to identify what your roadblock in that moment is and see if you can come up with strategies or ways to really solve that situation. For me, my obstacle was that I took on too much. I really succumbed to my motivation. And my solution to that was to really go back and sift through all the stuff that I'd committed to and start to realistically look at my capability of doing these things and slowly cutting them off. And that way I was able to breathe and feel a little bit more energized and I had a lot more clarity in this moment because I didn't have so much that I was committing to. Number three is to set smart goals. It is very important that you recognize whether your goals are specific whether they are measurable, whether they are attainable, relevant, and if they are time-bound. These factors really, really also played into me starting to, you know, cut certain projects down because I had to think, how specific is the target anyway? So for the most part, a lot of things were not very clear. It was just like concepts and so forth. So 
if it's not super specific, I don't put that in my priority burner. I put that in the back and it doesn't go as the main thing that I'm focusing on in that moment. Maybe I can like work on it and try to build on it slowly for the next time. But right now it's not specific. So it's not something that I really should put too much time and effort into measurable i think it's very useful to have something that's measurable why because you can keep track of progress you can keep track of whether you're doing good or whether you're doing bad whether you're moving whether you're not like you can really make sure that you know what i'm doing something that i can keep track of and because i'm able to keep track of i will know whether or not i should continue pursuing this idea you want something that is attainable. Attainability is one huge, 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 huge factor. A lot of the times we dream high, we aim big, which we, is good. But sometimes we set a time frame for this big task that we cannot fulfill within, right? So you would say, I want to build my mansion in three years, but everything that it takes for you to even be able to build that mansion might cost you to have to build this house in maybe five or even seven or ten years because you need to have the money how are you going to get the money to get this mansion built in three years right now you don't even have the money to move out of where you live so it's not that your goal is too big but is it attainable within that time frame or is it attainable at all sometimes things are just not attainable at all and it's okay and it's fine to recognize that and it's okay to say like i can't do this and throw it out the window. Relevant. What is the relevancy of this task? What is it going to do for you? Once you've achieved this goal, what are you going to do from there? Because remember, we achieve goals and from that moment on, we need to find something else to supplement that moment. So how relevant is this task or how relevant is this goal? Because I'll give an example. Like there's a friend of mine that always says, and I believe this person, they say, I'm going to be a millionaire. I know they are, but I always ask, what are you going to do then, right? And they've had to really think about that. Oh, once I hit my million, what am I going to do then? What is the relevancy of this task, of this objective? I want to get my million so that I can do one, two, and three, and four. Because once you hit your million, now your target is 10 million. But at least you know that with this million, I'm going to do it this way in order for me to get my 10 right so there needs to be some form of relevancy or continuation to the end goal if you don't have one i feel like you'll end up chasing what is the word i don't know just chasing catching nothings because you're going to achieve this and then what there needs to be some form of relevancy and continuation to your goals and if your goal time bound like with the mansion example how long does it take for you to achieve this thing so you need to take that into consideration that okay in order for me to build a mansion i need to have so much money right now i have this amount of money so i need to work towards having so much money and then it's going to take me about so much time to build this house so i will add another year or two to account for any inconveniences any setbacks that might occur in the way you know and then you know that within this time frame these are the steps that you're taking towards achieving that major goal so make sure that your goals are smart evaluate okay identify your setbacks and then make sure that your goals are smart make sure that they're specific 
make sure that they're re- that they're measurable make sure that they're attainable make sure that they are relevant and that they are time bound that way you have something to put on paper in terms of structure that you can follow in order for you to achieve your goal prioritizing goals is very important it is the cure for me <laughs> because i tend to get so carried away with pro- projects and i want to be involved in everything but learning to prioritize projects is very important so you need to determine which goal to focus on right now we always have like the major goal maybe by the end of the year i want to achieve this but in the meantime i need to do 1 2 and 3 and 4 prioritize what do you need to focus on this way you know what extra things to take on and you know what things to cut from your responsibility list and you put the important things on the hot stove and the less important things in the back burner as things move forward the things that are at the back will come up higher on the priority list but at least by that time your main goals have already been dealt with you know and then you have to allocate your time and energy efficiently you have to allocate your time and energy efficiently towards these ideas towards these goals i'll give you an example again personally i had to now have i had committed to a project and all the resources then like in 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 hindsight you know all the resources that would take for me to put into this thing would outweigh the outcome so at that time i'd have to put in a lot of resources to get this thing done but at the same time putting other things more important things in the back burner to do this thing so i had to recognize that it's not worth it right now because if i invest all my time and energy into this i will not have the time and energy to focus on the very important things that i set out to do so always always be very efficient with your time and energy with regards to what you're going to invest those in to number 5 adjusting goals and expectations this one is a very 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 you know i say very very important because i feel like i had like to really really learn how to do this last year having moved houses you know moved to a different city and so forth so i had to learn to adapt and adjust my expectations so how can we adapt our goals to align with our current circumstances so don't compare your situation to other people's situation that's one because i remember when i really started with my business and so forth and i would want to learn how to manage my time and somebody who's doing something not necessarily similar but a friend of mine who also works with like you know sound production not sound production they actually music people <laughs> you know they'd been doing this for a long time so i'll talk to them and ask them for guidance on how can i schedule my time how can i really put myself set myself out to win with this and he said look don't compare my schedule to yours because i'm a single guy I don't have a family. I'm alone. So I can arrange my time in a way that suits me. You need to keep in mind that you aside from being a business person 
also have your family responsibilities. You're a mom. You know, you have your household to take care of. So you have other responsibilities to account to. So your hours are more committed than what mine are. So I can put in extra hours into this because I don't have to so wake up and, for example, take care of my child or take my child to school. You do. So don't compare the way I do my schedule to your schedule. Remember that although we are doing similar things, but your time is very different to mine. I had to learn then and there that, you know what, when I look at someone's like, oh, I need to go out for lunch. And at that moment, I can't. It's because of my current circumstance. Okay, so I need to really learn or we all need to learn to not compare our situation to the situation of the person next to us. Be realistic. Uh, be realistic about your current situation and adapt your goals to suit these current needs. So what is my situation? My situation, like I said, is that I'm a mom in comparison to my friend that's not a, a, a mom or a dad. In comparison to my friend that's, that does not have family responsibility. So I need to be realistic, realistic in the fact that I cannot, I could, but it doesn't benefit me to stay up all hours of the night trying to catch my hustle, but also wake up early and get my son ready for school, but then also stay up a little bit longer to get some work done and also clean the house and also make sure that dinner is done on time so that by the time my husband and my son come back home, they just eat and then they go to bed and then I go back to the grind, right? It's not realistic. It's possible, it's doable, but it's not sustainable. My situation does not allow for that. So I had to really analyze what really is my situation and what is a realistic schedule and what is a realistic process that I can put in place that can help me achieve my goal in relation to my current situation, not in comparison to the next person, okay? So that is also very important because we always get caught up with what other people are doing and how fast they're getting there and how they're doing it and so forth that we forget that we are all in individual positions in different stages of life, in different situations in life. So we cannot rely on other people's timelines in order to achieve what we want to achieve for ourselves. Number six, tracking progress it is important to track your progress remember we're talking about measurable goals you want measurable goals this way you are able to track your progress so methods and tools that can help you measure your track that can help monitor <laughs> progress and stay accountable so see how much work you've done in comparison to what you need to do to achieve that thing. So see, let's say I said I'm going to upload 52 episodes this year. How many uploads have I done? I've done this one. How many more do I need to do? I'm behind by over 40 episodes. So I'm falling behind. I need to keep track. Do I now need to think about catching up? Or do I accept that I don't have 54 weeks anymore, that I have maybe 30 weeks left in the year and I'll rely on these left 30 weeks that are left in order for me to at least get something out. So compare what efforts have you put in and what have you gotten out. And you will realize that you didn't put in as much efforts as you should have. And that's okay. You just need to decide what you're going to do from there. I'm not saying it's okay as in it's a good thing. You haven't done what you didn't do. 
But now you got to do what you got to do. So see how much, how much work you've put into something and how much you've gotten out of it. Okay. And then have a checklist and tick off all your things. I've tried this. I'm not good at it. But also every time that I do it, it helps. I will say this week I need to do one, two, and three. And Monday I'm going to do this. Tuesday I'm going to do that. Thursday I'm going to do that. So that by Friday I at least have taken two or three steps towards achieving the end goal. And every day when I wake up, because many times we even lose sight of exactly what we need to do. We don't put proper steps in place to say that, no, you need to do one, two, and three, right? We struggle to do that. So I say, Monday, I'm going to just sit here and I'm going to organize all my content. Tuesday, I'm going to record it. Wednesday, I'm going to edit. Thursday, I'm going to schedule everything to be published on Friday or to be published next week so that Monday I can repeat and do the cycle again. That way, I don't need to think about what am I going to do on Monday again? Oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. So set a, t a checklist. You know what you're going to do. And after you do that, you take it off. I've done that. You don't think about it anymore. You go to the next thing. Take it off. I've done that. You don't think about it anymore. Because every time you have something extra to think about, for me personally, it's a whole setback. Anytime that I've, like, if I have to think more than what I need to think about something, then I'm most likely to hold myself back because I immediately get overwhelmed. I feel useless. I feel like I'm not doing anything right. So anytime that I try to use the checklist, it actually does benefit me. And it is something that I really am pushing to be more consistent on. Okay. So that is number six, keeping track of your progress. Number seven, seeking support and accountability. This one, if anything in my life has been a huge game changer, huge game changer. This is how Olo and myself re, re, how can I put it? This is where our bond began because we were at a point together in life where we were trying to do better. And in that moment, we became each other's accountability partner. And I tell you, it was the best decision that I had made for myself because I know that I have her who's expecting me to do good, to do well. So it is upon me to get up and do the shit that I said I'm going to do because I told her that I'm going to do it. So she's looking at me and she's like, girl, did you do it? Or did you not do it? So get an accountability partner. Find someone that you can trust, that you can share your plans with. There's this concept that you shouldn't share your goals with anybody because, you know, people shouldn't know what you're trying to achieve or whatsoever. I don't know. I, I feel like there's two sides to this coin, but I think the more beneficial side is that once you speak, you put your reputation on the line and you have no choice but to achieve this. So I think there's a little bit more power in that. Speak. Say that. I want to do one, two, three. Say it out loud. Say it to as many people as you can. People that you trust that will help keep you accountable in this process. And I think that that helps you keep track and keep more committed to this because now your reputation is on the line. 
if you don't do it, then you are just an all talk and no action type of person. Are you okay with that? Chances are you're not. If you're okay with that, hey, <laughs> do what makes you happy, okay? So find somebody that understands the journey that you're on. Tell them about what you want to achieve. Don't lie, okay? And give them a schedule and your timeline and your plan that I want to do it this way and this way and this way. And this is how long I'm hoping to achieve this thing for, by or whatever. I'm hoping that I can do this in this certain period of time. And I think that will be so much help also for this person who's your accountability partner, whether it's a mentor, whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member, a coach, whatever it is, to call you up and say, hey, it's Tuesday. Did you record anything today? Hey, did you work out today? So have accountability people who will do that for you. So give your schedule and timelines. Oh, I'm reading the same thing. <laughs> Get feedback times and check-in times. So say like, hey, every time I complete a task, I'm going to call you. If I don't call you by this day, then you call me to make sure that I did the thing or not. So give, it, give feedback and progress reports to your accountability partner. Share your struggles with them. Share your struggles with them and say what and hear what they have to say. Sometimes we feel like, sometimes we struggle and we read struggle as failure and we don't recognize that it's just another stone on the, on the road. Tell your accountability partner that, hey, you know what, I'm struggling to do one, two, and three. And they might have so much to say and they'll have a better insight into how to guide you. Because many times people look, is it what people from the outside looking in have a different perspective to what you are experiencing? And they'll be able to say something to you that you're like, oh, I didn't think about that. Share your struggles with them. And then make sure that it is someone that is supportive of you and that wants to see you win. It sounds like it's the same thing that I said up there, but it's different. You can find somebody that, you know, you say he's interested in your journey or he's in a similar journey or whatever, but is it somebody that wants to see you win? I think that for the most part, many people know exactly who they have in their camp and they know the intentions that people around them have towards them, but we just choose to ignore them. Sometimes we like the idea of actually being friends with this person or having that specific person as my accountability partner, regardless of all the red flags that I've shown you. So make sure that whoever you're talking to is somebody that you're comfortable and certain wants to see you win. And never, ever, ever lie to them. Never lie to them about whether you've completed a task or not. Be honest. Be sincere. Because then you don't benefit yourself at all. It doesn't hurt them. It is your goal. It's your life, right? But don't lie. If you're going to lie about it, if you're going to lie about how far you've come about something, don't do it. Don't include anybody about it. I into Don't include anyone into, into what you're doing. So don't lie. Make sure it's somebody that wants to see you win and don't lie. Don't lie to them. Now, number eight is a mindset and self-motivation. So what mindset shifts or techniques 
can we rely on to maintain motivation? What mindset shifts and <laughs> what mindset shifts and techniques can we employ to maintain motivation? I write these things, but then I get in and I'm like, oh, I'm struggling to see the shit. Recognize that it is your goal and it is your responsibility to work on them. It's your goal, your responsibility. That's a huge mindset shift for me. Why? Because it relinquishes accountability from everybody else and places it solely on myself. It's my thing. Whose business is it other than mine, whether I want to achieve it or not, or whether I even do achieve it or not? My business. So recognize that it's your doing and it's your responsibility, no matter who you employ into your team, whether it's your accountability partner, whether it's help or somebody to take off the load, it's still your business. Develop a sense of discipline. I think motivation is something that we understand is very volatile. It fluctuates. Today it's here, tomorrow it's there. You know, it's not consistent. But discipline is something else. Discipline means, hey, you got to do it whether you want to or not. It's just part of the job. So develop that sense right as a technique to preserve or to to supplement those days that you're not motivated okay be disciplined whether you like it or not get up and do it and i'm literally speaking to myself okay make a schedule around your goal to help keep you on track of your tasks so if like i said if you want to do something major do what are the little things that you have to do to do the to to achieve the big thing if i want to upload a episode the small things that i have to do i make sure that i've planned my episode that i've scripted it out i have to make sure that i record it i have to make sure that i edit it that i put some promotion stuff together and then that i upload it and then i send so make sure that i have i need to make sure that i have a schedule to keep to to keep disciplined to right that i can follow that will help me achieve my end goal that's what I need to do. These are the techniques that we need to use. And then after that, we need to learn how to overcome adversity. We first need to remember that it is not an easy road. The world is not always red roses and a beautiful sea and everything is nice. You always need to be mindful of that. You are going to face adversities. You are going to face obstacles. And you need to just be aware of that. Recognize what you have control over and what you don't have control over. Sometimes you have a studio and you there's a YouTuber. Ah, crap, I forget his name, but I think he's based in New Zealand. I enjoy watching him a lot. And he had some floods in his country and whoop, his studio was flooded and he lost a lot of his equipment. For the longest time, he wasn't able to work. Does he have control over the weather? No. At this point, he doesn't even have control over where he's going to live. He first needs to solve that problem. Once he's settled, then he recognizes that, okay, maybe I don't have my fancy camera anymore, but I still have my cell phone. I've got control over that. Let me record with my cell phone, right? Two different things. There are certain things you just have zero control over, other things you have control over, and you need to learn to recognize which is which and know what the differences are between the two. And then recognize that setbacks are not the end. 
they are not the end. They're just a part of the journey. If you have no setbacks and things are super perfect, hey, I mean, it happens. But if you do, just be like, it's just a setback. I'll get through this. Sit down, get into, a, you know, recognizing what's going on. Analyze your situation and see what you can do about it and move on from there. It is not the end. Just because it's June and you're not where you want to be or, or you're looking at it as like, it's June, I'm not even halfway to where I wanted to be in December. Doesn't mean that you should stop. Get up today and do something because you never know how far you will come in just a month. You might be able to make up for all these six months just by applying yourself. Don't look at this as a setback or don't look at a setback as the end of your goal. It's just a, it's, it's a part of the process. Number nine, you need to celebrate your wins. You need to celebrate every single milestone. It's very important for you to do this because I'll give you an example. <laughs> it's a very stupid, uh, very stupid example. I have been sitting here and I've been trying to record. I'm going through whatever I'm going through. But I'm like, okay, I've been able to plan this episode, but I just need to finalize a few things. And during this moment, y'all, I am starving. I'm hungry. And I know that in the house is a nice fat pot of bean soup that is calling my name. And I have every right to get up and go eat. But I said, you know what? That soup is going to be my reward. It's going to be my reward because what I'm going to do is finish scripting and planning everything right now. And then I'm going to eat so that I can have the energy to record. And that's what I did. And I tell you, it makes a world of a difference because I felt good eating that soup. I didn't feel disgusting because I did what I needed to do. I completed that task and good job, go, here's your soup. I'm not saying you should skip meals as a punishment or whatever, but in that moment I said, let me reward myself. And the irony is that I'm talking about, you know, goal setting and 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 setting and 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 rewarding every milestone but little victories do matter and if you're able to recognize small victories you'll be able to see the big one as soon as it hits you in the face because you will have achieved so much in the long run you'll be able to recognize that oh my god i went through so much trouble to get to where i am now I went through so much trouble just to get this one episode out. But Monday, I said I'm going to, to, to plan, right? And I did. So I'm going to give myself, I don't know, a nice back rub. I don't know who, who <laughs> how that's going to work. Tuesday, I said I'm going to record and I recorded. So I'm going to give myself a nice, long, hot bubble bath. You know, Wednesday, I said I'm going to do this. And each day you record. We reward yourself. By the time you're done at the end of the week, you're like, oh my God, I had an amazing week because I did all these great things for myself. And also I got to really work towards my end goal. So it's very important that you recognize small victories and, re and, and rejoice in those, celebrate those. I like to even talk a lot recently about really taking in every single moment of your day of your life of everything because it is just so helpful in helping you enjoy bigger stuff once the big joy comes you're like damn you know damn i can't believe i i did it but i did it and your gratitude is tenfold 
you're more humble about it because you don't feel entitled to it. You feel rewarded by the efforts that you've put in towards achieving this thing. And because you're used to rewarding yourself, you, you'll be so, so much more satisfied at the end of this. So these are the main things I feel that we should keep in mind that we should do in terms of helping us reset our goals for the rest of the year. Don't feel like you, you've stopped. Don't feel like it is the end. No, just reset, start over. If you have to work out and it's a Friday, who cares? Work out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Your body doesn't know. No, your body doesn't care what day of the week it is, right? So do what you got to do. Get up and put in gas and you never know what, what might come from the rest of the year. But also I'd like to share with you some tools that I personally use to just help me keep track. Like I said, I'm not very good with like keeping what you call it, checklists and so forth, right? But I think that it's very important that we can share tools, productivity tools that you guys can all go look for and see if it works for you. Mind you, none of these are sponsors, okay? These are just things that I personally use that I have been, that I saw from other creators that I like to watch. So the first one that I'm going to share is Todoist. Todo, T-O-D-O-I-S-T, is a basically like a to-do list type of app, right? So you can just write there what your main project is. You say podcasting, episode 40, and then you put everything under there. What do I need to do when? And you set your targets, you set your dates and all of that stuff. And it has like this little reward system that it gives you that like, hey, you've completed five tasks five days in a row and it gives you some points. I don't know what you can do with those points, but if you are the type of person that enjoys apps that give you rewards for using them, I think Todoist can be a thing. It has a free plan and it has a paid plan. I use the free plan because, I mean, it's just me. Um, but I think you can also do collaborations. If you have a bigger team, you can have collaborations with your team members on the app for like scheduling stuff and setting things to to do. So that's the one app that I use. The other one that I like to use, which is everybody has this one, it's the notes on your phone. Literally just take the notes on your phone, whether it's whatever, an Android or an Apple, and you just write down your ideas. You can sit there and you just write down what am I doing, what do I think, and how do I think. And I think a lot of notes also have like in a checklist feature built in them. And it's something that I use like all the time. I take notes all the time and I always, always work on my phone. So just use the notes on your phone to like say, hey, I had an idea. I'm thinking this, oh, this is my goal. This is what I want to do. And then you can do that. Another app that I use, it's not even an app, like chat GPT, guys, like <laughs> I'm just all over this. I'm not going to lie. It's been such a good help in helping me brainstorm and just coming up with ideas and just, you know, having like, what am I going to talk about? What should I talk about? What things should I talk about? You know, just to give me some basic talking points and I can just develop them as we do the episodes and stuff. So chat GPT for me has been like a huge, huge game changer. It's not necessarily an app, but you just, you know, open AI, AI situation, generative, blah, blah, blah. So if you do know... <laughs> how to type just go to google and go chat gpt and then you just try it out i forgot it's on openai dot is it dot ao or something that is basically everything that i use others that i use is like trello 
I didn't really put it down here because I'm not uh, very consistent with it, but you can use it to like really plan out everything. You can like say, hey, this is my podcast and then these are the episodes that I want to talk about and another card you put like in your branding in, another card you put like in the status of your stuff. Are you recording? Have you hired guests? And like all these things, you can like properly organize your stuff and your calendar, of course. We all have calendars on our phones today. So you just time block stuff you know you're like in between 10 and 12 every day this is what i do between this and this this is what i do between this and this this is what i do so these are like real tools that are like just right there at our fingertips that we don't really need to like spend so much money on but these are tools that really can help us reset our goals it is the middle of the year but it is not the end of the year and even if it was it wouldn't matter because the world doesn't stop just because it is a new year right? <laughs> Everything continues. So that will be it for today's episode, everyone. I hope that this helped in just reviving and reigniting that light that we all had in the beginning of the year. I myself needed this because, you know, you it's very easy. We all fall into a funk, especially winter. It's winter right now on the side of the world. I'm actually sitting in my sleeping bag <laughs> because it's so cold but you know sometimes for me for example the cold is one of those times where i'm like you know i hate it i hate being in it i hate feeling it because it just it, it paralyzes me but there's something joyful about or joyous about just fighting through the elements you know and just rising above it all and actually doing the job that you're supposed to do and just really 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 winning so let us rise up let us do the things, guys. The year is not over. We still have time. And let us just see what we can push for these last six or five months that we have left for the year. So thank you so very much, everyone, for tuning in and for subscribing to the show and for consistently waiting for me. I love you. I appreciate you. And I want you all to remember to please lead with kindness. Everybody is going through shit right now and we do not need another piece of shit to make our lives worse. So, be the good. I love you all.